When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there. Welcome to the Laurie and Julia show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We're going live this afternoon and we'll be again tomorrow, as will all the shows, from the AC Marriott Hotel downtown in Minneapolis at 4th. And Hennepin, what is next on the docket? Well, I think we should talk about someone giving us great couch last night. She was the solo guest yes. of her good friend, Andy Cohen. Sarah Jessica Parker was in the clubhouse and in a pair of SJP shoes. Oh, which she, she told Andy her New York store isn't open anymore, but the Las Vegas one in the Bellagio still is. And we have feelings about it. What is our feelings about it? We can't it? afford anything in there. And oh, the other no. shoe store that it replaced had more shoes in different price ranges. Yes. So we have feelings. It's a beautiful place to look at shoes. Yeah. But it's just... To every... It's every Not the, everybody wants to spend three, 500 plus. Uh, 395 was uh, the first the, the for the flats. Price, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everyone wants to pay that. No, Julia. And so we did we kind of like the mix of shoes they had at that other that shoe other store. That other store, I mean, we would pay 175 It seems like a standalone store. Might, it's too much. Yeah, it's like too she aggressive. sells them at Nordstrom. Yeah, so, it's too aggressive. But she was very, very delightful. And he had Carrie Bradshaw, um, you know, uh, drag queens of, yep. in different oh, yeah. iterations. Oh, yeah, he always does yeah. that. So anyway, let's play the first cut. Where uh, Andy brings up Kim Cattrall not wanting to do Sex in the City, the third movie, and that she always told them that, and that she didn't like getting blamed for it because right. the cat, everything was set. They believed she was right. doing it, so somewhere. But here's what All here's right. what Sarah Jessica has cut, to say. Cut one, Sonny. What was your reaction to Kim Cattrall telling Piers Morgan that you were never friends, just colleagues? I just heartbroken I mean that whole week you and I spoke about it endlessly because I was just I don't know I was really I don't know I found it very upsetting because that's you know that's not the way I recall our experience so it's sad but I'm 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 kind of um, I don't know I always think that what ties us together is this singular experience it was a professional experience, but it came. It became personal because it was years and years of our lives. So I, I'm hoping that that sort of eclipses um, anything that's been recently spoken. That that yeah. that is the work. The I mean, everybody like, will have the love yeah, for the show. Have a professional that many years spent doing something so special that people, you know, may, had a connection with it. Yes. Such a privilege. I would have been devastated too. Yeah, heartbroken. I mean, yeah, I think that's really kind of nice the way she said it too. 
she didn't slam her, and she said, you know, recent things were said, but maybe the bigger picture is yeah, we'll be no, friends. Yeah, it was, it, was it was a very, she's had time to think about it. Yeah. Uh, because Samantha, a.k.a. Kim Cattrall, basically, you know, said she, she could have been nicer and that they yeah. were never friends. Yeah, that which, would hurt. that would hurt. Yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check, check, check. I and we it. felt when we were on the set, when oh. they filmed our episode, season four, episode everyone six. Was, everyone was nice except for her. Except for her. Yeah, she was the coldest to She us. was the cold fish. It would have been her second nipple that was staring at you through her open robe. Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker toasted us. Um, Chris, Kristen Davis was delightful. She said, Miranda. oh, you did it. Because she remembered me when I yeah. accosted her at a fashion show at the Michael Kors Fashion Show at Brain Park. Do they to talk? ask her who... Who to write to, and she remembered me and Miranda, you know, yes. Cynthia Nixon was there. But Kim was She was cool. cold. Okay, let's play the next cut where Andy asks her about, well, what about someone else playing uh, Kim Cattrall, Samantha's character? In Sex and the City 3. Yeah. What would you think about Sharon Stone assuming the role of Samantha? Love this. I think you're not the first person that said it. And, um, it's not the No, I'm not saying that to no, be I like... Know. But it, it ain't really a bad idea, right? I, no, I think it's a really interesting idea, yeah. Um, people, and then people tweeted and said, would you consider her, like, because, by the way, we love Kim Cattrall in that role. Would you, mm-hmm. would you guys ever consider writing a part three where Samantha is not around or has passed away or something? I think once everybody is thoroughly experienced the grieving process, then Michael Patrick can go back and sort of ponder what, what he might want to do right. and how he might want to proceed. Right. Um, okay. That's the most clear answer I've given yet. I yeah, think about is. this when I go home sometimes and I've done such a lousy job answering any question about Sex and City 3 and I was like, you know, I've got to carve out time tomorrow to really come up with a better answer. <laughs> and I keep forgetting to do that. Right. No, but that was good. That was okay. very concise. Okay. I love that she said when everybody's thoroughly experienced the grieving process, because even though it was over, there was still maybe this. They were going to get. They were going to do it. Camp was going to get back together. The band was going to get back together. I absolutely love this idea for your Sharon Stone. She needs. Well, here's the thing. I don't want them to have Samantha die of breast cancer. I don't want her. I don't want them to write her out as, as as being gone like that. What I would like to see them do, is, that she, has given up. Her Samantha ways, and married a guy who lives. You know, they just they're, somewhere, and they're, they're just happy. They're really happy, and she's dropped out and become. I mean, maybe they could just like she's become the complete opposite of what you'd think would happen to so just do a Samantha. Movie with the three right. of them. But they could have like her sister, they, her aunt, her cousin. No, but they could have Sharon Stone. You know, like be reclining on a chase lounge on her island that her Dubai husband has bought her, whatever. the I don't know. With sunglasses is, and calling in girls, I yeah. promise I'm going to come next year. And it would right. look like her right. do the hair but in I just do one shot. Her character is so important. We love Samantha. I know. So I, mean, they, I mean, she had the funniest lines. Yes. But so. that she does something completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, who hasn't thought about dropping out of life and retiring to their island? Well, it's. I just had that thought about five minutes ago. <laughs> I know, but where is our island? <laughs> I don't you know. know. Don't care. I don't know. Yeah, doesn't matter. Maybe All right. you know. But so, that's just okay. We've got one more. Um, yeah, did, we're gonna did, skip ahead to cut four, Sonny. The Family Stone. Did you love that movie? 
I love, love still. Okay, it's Dermot, my guy. Yeah, your guy. So here's Dermot Maroney. Yeah. Here's uh, SJP talking about the Family Stone. So I guess my question is, um, in all the movies that you've done, where do you rank the Family Stone, which is personally my favorite? Yeah, I, I love, love the that. Family Stone. Yeah. I think I love the Family Stone, first of all, because it was such a good experience, and I love that director and writer, Tom Bazooka, working with Diane Keaton. I mean, that cast was really special, and my son was with me, and it was just a very memorable experience for a lot of reasons. But also, I think because it's, it's people really love that movie, and it's become part of their family sort of holiday Christmas tradition. tradition. Yeah. yeah. So their affection for it and... Like the way it's been integrated into people's lives, I think has made me love it even more. So um, I'm very always so touched when I. Where did people. you film that? In Los Angeles. In L.A. Did you? Yeah, and I, I was potty training my son at the time. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Did you and I make love? We when might have we made were? love yeah, when we were and I was doing that movie. Say. Yeah, remember you came out. Yeah. Remember I was like, shh, cause the baby. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. They just have great chemistry because right. they are such good, good friends, friends, and he really did get the best answer that we are going to get another Sex in the yeah, City movie. We just have to mourn the process. Exactly. Yeah, mourning yeah. Samantha that she right. doesn't want to be in the camp anymore. And really, I bet that would be really hurtful for her to Didn't even say, think about it that yeah. way. Yep. This hotel is crawling with musicians. I know. Well, we're right next door to the Lumber Exchange building, mm -hmm. and they're having a ton of private parties there, including mm -hmm. tonight. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of stuff going on, and we're right next door, and there's musicians coming in. The hottest in and... ticket in town, though, is the Justin Timberlake Paisley yeah, Park I know. Uh, party. Um, whoever goes, please call us tomorrow. Yeah, we've got to just... Is that the one where you had to have the American yes, Express yes, black yes, yes. card? Yeah. No, you didn't have to no. have You didn't have to have that one? They, I think it was invitation it, only. I, no, the tickets went really quickly yeah. to oh, American Ex Express oh, okay. High Rollers. Um, here's another uh, television show I'm going to watch. So we also, you know, <laughs> the model. CMT's docuseries. Music City, which oh, is like this. a Laguna Beach reality show set in Nashville. What is Laguna Beach reality show? Oh, like, remember Laguna the oh, Hills? Yeah. Laguna, yeah, yeah. You know, like kind of that oh, type of a I'll thing. I'll never forget when you first made me sit down and watch The Hills. Oh, and Julia. it was in the Graves 601 Hotel at the time. <laughs> remember? I know it. Remember we watched it? And it was it? so fun. And I'm like, this is a fun show, and I never watched it again. <laughs> I, I so remember that experience. Anyway, it's going to follow four, uh, no, four gals and one guy as they try to find uh, music stardom, true love, and more. I mean, this is a great idea to set it in Nashville. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. All right, so I don't know. It's March 1st. I'll remind you later because oh, I, I know you I, won't watch I, it. Oh, she'll have it uh, on the DVD. Okay, not that we hold much uh, credit to Star Magazine, but they are—they've got a—they're the only ones that are covering the story, and it's kind of giving me life. And that okay, is, Diane Kruger thinks Norman oh, Reedus is her soulmate, I and know. she wants to marry him. I totally believe mm. this, Laurie. I've said from the very beginning this is going to end in tears. For her. Okay. Because he doesn't you, you want to get You don't believe that he's that type of guy to get married? Because she never no, married no. Joshua Jackson. No. they. Well, you know, and she's German. She, and a lot of times, you know, Europeans, they don't get married. I mean, the but, Scandinavian, the Northern. I don't think he wants to get married. I know. Exactly. Why? I, what do you know about his personal life before her? Well, she cheated on well, we Norman with, with when she was with Josh. And the whole idea of wrapping up the mess and tying it with the bow, it's, you know, I mean, Gwyneth is getting her... You know, her affair E is they are getting married. It doesn't always work like yeah. this. But um, 
I'm not feeling it. I you mean, aren't. as far as that, I don't think he's feeling it. All no, right. I don't think so. Yeah, I think she's gotten involved with it. I think you guys are the, wrong. Oh, no. Julia, he is a bachelor, bachelor, and he loves his motorcycle show, and I think he's just having fun, you know? But right. it's going to end in tears for Diane. All right. All right. I agree. Sorry. Sorry that I disagree. You know what time it is. What time is it? It's time for the dirt alert. It is. Oh, yes, it, it is. is. Isn't it? Uh-huh. And where flies. are our my talk celebrities today? We see. I, I, don't know. I feel like there's a lot of Patriot fans staying here, based on the oh, footwear. Yeah. yeah. Really? And the coats. And then I hmm. saw some people clearly, clearly, from not a cold weather state because they were in, you know, those thin little down jackets. Oh yeah. That are just really meant for like yeah. 50 degrees. Yep. They're wearing them. Outside. Oh, God. Uh, All right, hurry. listen, wear your long underwear if you're coming down to Super Bowl Live tonight. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we're down to the uh, C team for uh, the Dirt Alert today. Um, Miss Elizabeth uh, Reese is off doing something Super Bowl related, so I have been asked to handle the dirt alert today. So oh, Donnie! Oh, be this gentle. is a surprise. Be gentle. You don't want to no, do that. Don't okay, do that. Right, don't, don't do that story. Right. Okay, here we go. Uh, how about this one? Savannah Guthrie's power grab leaves some staffers puzzled. Okay, well, why is it a power grab? Because she got rid of the crusty old <laughs> producer of 30 years who covered Matt Lauer's butt. For all of his, I love it that they're calling it a power a grab. If she if she was a man, it would not even be she's a just, story. She's now she wants a woman in there producing because that, that Nash guy has been there thirty years, and he's he's got to go. And she's actually best friends with this Libby Least, who's right. been promoted yeah. to the pro- senior yeah. producer. Well, you know, as the gossip goes. They call as it the a, gossip goes. They okay. call it a power grab because Savannah wants to make sure she gets the best assignments and is someone at the top looking no. out for her. No, she wanted to get rid of that guy. And any connection to the old school people that were running it. And you know what? I think what? NBC is glad that she said, yeah, I'd be supportive of that. You know? Mm-hmm. Because they might part. have been looking yeah. at him. What did he know? Exactly. All right. Fair because enough. he was Fair Matt enough. Lauer's guy. He was right. He totally he, was. He was his protector at yeah. NBC with the suits upstairs. Amy Schumer is taking a stand for Aziz Ansari, but at the same time supporting those who have come forward with misconduct claims. She says, "I don't think anyone wants to see Aziz's career ruined or his life ruined or anything like that." But that's where people's minds go. And they say, did he deserve this? It's not really about that. I think it's about expressing and showing women that that behavior is not okay. And not only can you leave, but you need to leave because the women who come after you, you're leaving a mark for them too. So it's not just about your own encounter. Does that make sense? I think she's trying to do both things at well, the same time, I think like she you said. Shared- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Details of when Her? she was raised. She said she was raised. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And I think this is a part of a, a bigger, bigger interview, yeah. and this is just part of it. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure Aziz appreciates it, and I think she's speaking from her heart from her heart i do too yeah i'm fine with it an e-investigation into allegations of misconduct by ryan seacrest has found insufficient evidence to support the claims uh they say e has now concluded the investigation uh, by outside counsel and basically nothing could be substantiated and um, we are committed to preserving our you know, safe. Yeah, I'm glad that they cleared him. If somebody had accused him of doing something. A, a it was decade a wardrobe ago. silence. Wardrobe and he, yes, he acknowledged person. that they worked together, but he yeah. said, "I, this is not, not true. This is not true. If I if I said anything, I'm mm-hmm. really sorry, and I want E to investigate this. And he's been in the business for 25 years. I feel like um, he's uh, he people would have come yeah. out when this yeah. woman came out that mm-hmm. there would have been more stories about I him. I agree, Lori. So. Right. How do you guys feel about this petition going around? It's probably got more signatures by now to uh, dump Neil Portnow as the president of the Recording Academy. The guy who He's said women need to step up. for a long time. I'd love to see a woman step up and just go right in there. But he has been in that job a long time. I mean, that we actually even know his name. I know. That's how long he's been around. We only know his name once a year. I know, but But we we, see him. He does interviews. Sometimes turnover is good. Yes. He's been there for like 20-some years. I I mean... Mm -hmm. Well, I've got a lot of signatures. They aren't identifying people who have signed it because they only go by initials and there's nothing like that. So we don't know if any people like... Kelly Clarkson yeah. or Katy Perry signed it. Who knows? They might have. They're yeah, not I, I, to say I don't know. I don't know. I guess mm. I. All right. Yeah, I don't feel that strongly that mm-hmm. either way. But I could. Change is good and necessary I think so sometimes. Too. Kate Upton has accused the man behind uh, the fashion giant guests of harassing women. Oh, Marciano. Uh, yes, she, of course she was once the face of right. guests and uh, the label's co-founder and CCO, Paul Marciano. Uh, she did not detail a specific incident. She shared her concerns about him, referring to the hashtag MeToo movement. She says, it's disappointing that such an iconic women's brand, guess, is still empowering Paul Marciano as their creative director, hashtag MeToo. Oh. oh, so something must have happened. And, and her husband, Verlander, the pitcher, uh, re- yeah, mm-hmm. he retweeted her tweet. And so that's making big news wow. uh, yeah, in the said, New York papers right now. He shouldn't be allowed to use his power in the industry to sexually and emotionally harass women. Oh, jeez. Mm. And wasn't Anna Nicole like one of the yep, Anna Nicole first Smith. guests? Yep. J-Lo is the guest yep. right now. He's yeah, not harassing right, her. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, we know that, so she won't be able to add anything to Mm-mm. it. But we'll see if we hear from other guest models. Right. Can I, mean, I, te- I believe Kate. Oh, I do too. Can yeah. I tell you, Kelly Clarkson, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to yeah. be here doing two gigs yep. for the Super Bowl. And she has um, some advice to Pink, who's going to be singing um, the national anthem at the Super Bowl. The Star Spangled Banner. That's the national anthem. Yeah, I know. I was just oh, giving it a name. Okay. okay. Just giving it a Thank name. Thank you for that. 
You know, oh my blonde. gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it has a name on national anthem. I know, but everybody anthem. knows the name. Well, <laughs> but, but she there says might be somebody new listening. <laughs> she says um, she hopes for the Super Bowl to. Um, she's going to stay long enough at the Super Bowl to hear Pink say um, sing, sing mm-hmm. the national anthem, and she said um, some singers lip sync the anthem at stadiums, but Clarkson piped up. I guarantee you that Pink is like me and doesn't lip sync ever. Ah. And then she said she has a tip for Pink because she knows the dangers of singing in a stadium and said... An enclosed stadium? Yes, in a closed stadium. She did it for the 2012 Super Bowl in Indianapolis. Definitely make sure you're wearing inner ear monitors because, Mm -hmm. boy, that two or three second delay in the stadium speakers can really screw you. Right. It can end up being the longest version of the Star Spangled Bag ever. <laughs> There's so much pressure on you, man. When you screw up, people never let you forget it. Yeah. Wow. That's, so yeah. she doesn't think she's, yeah, because yeah. she's got kids all over. But I she's love that she, me and Pink, we don't ever lip sync. I ever. love yeah. that. Well, Lady Gaga didn't last year. No, no? that's right. She no? did not. No, she, she sang live. Uh-huh. Uh, Shersha Ronan, you both have seen her in Lady Bird. Yes, we have. Saw her in person on the red carpet. Yes. We mistook her. I do like this No, quote. we called Dakota Fanning, Sersha. Yeah. yeah. We, oh, we got those two mixed okay. up. She says, I've always known from the age of 12 that I was being asked different questions by interviewers than men. She says she recalls being asked superficial questions like, who's your celebrity crush? Are you putting on all the dresses that always infuriated me? Oh, oh wow. she was in atonement, so she would she have was. been like, she was very oh, young. you're right. That was 10 like a, years ago. Yeah, she would have been like 12. Yeah, so she has, you know, wow. why can't we talk about something a little bit more... Mm. Substantive okay. than who is my celebrity crush? All right, we, right, have, we right. have a celebrity sighting. Okay, okay good. Good. tell us because we it. know that the Hyatt, I think, is the official hotel of the NFL. Yeah, and that uh, uh, M M sent us an email. She saw Aaron Rodgers um, dressed in an expensive black leather fitted jacket and wearing dark black or navy blue beanie. Walked right past me on his way into the Hilton Hotel around 1.15. Ooh la la. Also saw Deanne Sanders arrive for check-in. Okay, there you go. Good ones. There um, you go. Thank you so much. We'll be back. We are back from the AC Marriott Hotel in downtown Minneapolis, the Lori and Julia show. And I believe uh, Lori has a, has a theory for it. Uh, I'm worried. Listen. It's rowdy down here in the hotel. Oh, yeah. Very, people people are people are dr- drinking yeah. and yeah. partying and, and walk, having fun. Yeah, They're they on really vacation. Are. They people are. are on vacation. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. The coldest place they've... Well, for a lot of them. Boston people know cold. They, uh, get, yeah. they get cold in snow. Uh-huh. Not this cold, And um, Yeah, we can't talk right now. Yeah, well, Anyway, yeah. She's writing a note. She's writing a note. <laughs> okay. Um, but so, in Philly, I mean, I don't know that it gets that cold. Not yeah. that cold. Yeah, not no, that cold. Not this cold. It, yeah. So, whatever. Okay, so my theory. Right. I didn't know my theory today was going to come as a result of the news out of the L.A. County Sheriff Investigations Department, but I've long held the theory that Robert Wagner knows more and may have accidentally killed his wife Natalie Wood and they've got it written off as an accidental drowning and I've been obsessed obsessed of this story. Yes. And now he's been named a person of interest because they reopened the case in 2011. Okay. okay, so about it's her really, 1981 okay. death. I have a woman sitting here telling us <laughs> that she loves your theories, but she's not listening to you talk about your theory right now. <laughs> well, no, because she's having fun. She she's going to listen it. to it on the replay. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department said 
We now know that Robert Wagner was the last person to be with Natalie Wood before she disappeared. As we've investigated the case over the last six years, he's more of a person of interest now. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him tell the details that match all the other witnesses. I okay. think he's constantly changed his story a little bit and his version of events don't add up. Since they reopened the case in 2011, Robert Wagner has refused to talk to the police, I'm sure on the advice of his lawyer. No right. doubt. Here is the Texology report um, of Wood's blood alcohol level showed she'd been drinking and her Texology results found traces of both a painkiller and a pill for motion sickness. So remember you said she hated that. The report surmised she that she, she may... That she may have slipped and fallen overboard. It was a 10-page, the report 10-page amendment in 2012 stated how Wood ended up in the waters was not clearly established, established and her bruises may have been inflicted before she disappeared. Okay. Because she so had what is your theory? Arm. What's your theory? So my, so my theory is, is that Robert Wagner was wildly jealous of Christopher Walken. He was having a guilty conscience because he was fooling around with his heart-to-heart co-star. And they get drinking, and maybe he invited Christopher Walken so he could suss out how those two behaved around each other. Right, okay. You know, invite the possible lover and co-star, and Natalie was like, fine, I've told you all along I'm not having anything with him. And, of course, sometimes people who are guilty... They try and cast their guilt on somebody else and accuse you of doing the same thing. All right. So they get, you know, they're drinking, they're drinking lots of wine. Of course, Natalie has to take some kind of a calming medication (laughs) because she's deathly a fear of water. She doesn't know how to swim. And damn Robert Wagner keeps making her go on their yacht. And they only sail as far as Catalina Island so she can see the island. It's just a little. So deep. she had bruises on, on her, both her arms. Like he grabbed like he her. He grabbed her, and they were arguing, and then. Whoa! And maybe she, she fell over. or maybe she slipped. Slipped and fell overboard. Right. And, and he did nothing to try and, and help her. And he did nothing to help her, or maybe he doesn't I, remember because he had a blackout. Hmm. And that's right. why he's been able to be so convincing, but the story changes a little because he doesn't remember. Yeah. Well, that would be, it, it sound, yes, Laurie. You and, know? and tell me the theory again. Well, the theory is that Robert <laughs> Wagner had something to do with Natalie Wood's death. And, and I, I'm not trying to excuse him by that he had a blackout, or, <laughs> but he doesn't <laughs> remember like, it. So that's why he's so convinced. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Okay. And Christopher Walken was passed out in his bedroom. Right. Right. And it was and exhausting having this. He finally realized halfway through dinner, I'm being, uh, I'm in the hot seat because RJ thinks I'm boinking his wife. Right. And we're not. Right. And it was exhausting for him. And he's like, I'm going back to my room to smoke some grass because it was 1981. Was it, was it called grass? Yeah, they would have still called it grass. <laughs> Weed. Oh God, Laurie! I think you're so <laughs> funny. I don't know. I'm going. I no, don't know. Why yeah. is he now a person of interest? Because they went back in 2012. The autopsy reports were unsealed, and they were free to but reinvestigate. But I'm kind of with you that you would have a sketchy memory after all these years, you know. And he, they were all really wasted. That would be right, a, right. So, and he doesn't maybe remember. And every time possible. it flickers up to the surface. He shuts it down. 
because he doesn't want right. to believe. I mean, they were married for the second time. They had a very tempestuous relationship. Yes, they they got married, divorced, went on to have uh, some other lovers, and then they got remarried. Right. This is tempestuous. You know, this is tempestuous. Uh, yes, tempestuous, yes. Donnie. Okay. I know a man who married the same woman twice. They're no longer married anymore, but still, he married her twice. Yeah. I know people who have married people twice. Yeah. And I, they're still married. Oh, okay. That's. Yeah. That, that's so good. I wonder what the charge would be negligent homicide? Oh, wait if a second. He, let me pull up my. Let me pull up my police If you don't intentionally. I don't know why investigators took one look at her body when the bruising was so visible. You and don't said, know that it was so Because they have the autopsy photos. People have go been, in. Remember, right, we've all watched yes. medical shows. You've the detectives go in to, and they look I at the it. victim. And you know they, what's going to be fun? <sighs> that was a really great theory. It's going to be on 48 Hours on um, Saturday. And I'm Sunday. sure. Uh, Sunday? Is that? No. no what is Saturday? Saturday is right, Sorry, hours. sorry. Saturday. Okay, when we come back, i got to yes. tell you, I've got, I want to see if you guys agree, but Rolling Stone has listed the top 30 Super Bowl performances. And I want you guys to see if you agree. Number one better be Prince. We'll be back. All right. Okay, you can't look at this. I'm not looking. looking. We are live at the AC Hotel by Marriott. There's a lot of rowdy people down here hanging out. Oh, yeah. People have been having fun today. They are having a blast. Love your Um, hat, Julia. Thanks. Um, (laughs) So here's the deal. So Rolling Stone has just ranked the Super Bowl halftimes, they started at number 30, from the worst to the best. Okay. okay worst so, to the best. Okay, so what were, just besides Prince, tell me some of your favorites. Well, I mean, really, it's hard to remember right, them, well, but I loved Lady Gaga last year. I got a kick out of Madonna's. That was such a good spectacle. Yeah. Missed, missed a big one. I'll take you in the top 10. They rated... Um, Rolling Stones? Yeah. Bruce. Ro- Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. I forgot that he even did a yeah. He's got, Super Bowl. that's the number fifth. He was in 2009, Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. Okay. They loved that one. Um, Lady Gaga. What number did she, she get? She came in at number seven. Madonna beat her. Yeah. Um, her 2012 at number six. Um, Please tell me it's Prince's number one in Miami well, in the rain with the guitar. There. Um, number four, Aerosmith, Britney Spears, Insync, Nelly, and Mary J. Blige in 2001. Yeah, I, I do remember that. And it was kind of a fun mashup of mm-hmm. people, wasn't it? And they put Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers 2014 at number 15. Um, I because just, the Red Hot, the, the, that wasn't a great mashup. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was too many different bands. But I want to tell you who all performed at the Janet Jackson Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, she invited Justin Timberlake, and P, look how he repaid her. P. Diddy, Kid Rock, Jessica Simpson, and Nelly. Wow, it was that so many people? So there were that many people We've there. We've totally forgotten. I, I didn't remember that I didn't either. Because I, all we remember is the nipple. Right. Yeah. The Tom, tear away. Right. Michael, Michael, Michael Jackson even got, he's at number 11 for 1993, his halftime show. So let Katy Perry is number nine. Oh. And Missy Elliott. I didn't think, I didn't think that I either. was very good. The Rolling Stones. Number eight. Number eight. Number seven is Lady Gaga. Number six is Madonna. Number five, Bruce Springsteen. Number four, Aerosmith. I told you that one. Number three, Beyonce, 2013. Yeah. She was great. Number two, what do you think it is? Oh, Miami Sound Machine. 
Lori? That's a joke. I That's have a no joke. idea. I have no idea. Prince? Prince is only Prince number, is number two? two? They rated U2. No oh, come way. on. No, no way. U2 truly great no. live TV no. rock and roll moments no. of all time. No. No, no. What year did they do the 2002. Super Bowl? I don't even remember it. I don't it. either. Um, U2 made the tribute to the victims of 9-11. Okay. After kicking off with Beautiful Day, they played um, MLK while scrolling names of the dead on the giant screen. The piece that passed away in an unforgettable sight, building up to where the streets have no name. At the end, Bono ripped open his jacket to reveal the American flag sewn inside. It was painted tribute to America that felt so proud in the, you know. All right. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Here's what, they, here's what they said about Prince. Everyone knew Prince would make this a freak show for the age, a freak fest for the ages, but he exceeded all expectations. He did. In the middle of the Miami thunderstorm, a Foo Fighter cover. We will rock you yep. into Let's Go Crazy all along the Watchtower, an epic guitar hero jam on Purple Rain. There was a feeling that nobody knew what surprises the sexy guy would burst into next. At a high-profile event like the Super Bowl, it was a historic blast of rock and roll arrogance, total mastery, total coolness. It was. All true. Remember, and cool? the phallics, you yeah. know, the guitar, the guitar yeah. was so great, and it was Isn't like... Isn't that something? Because wasn't he the year after Janet Jackson? He was 20, he was, no, Janet Jackson was 2004, and he was 2007. Okay, so three years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, all right, I, all right, I, fine. I, I don't remember the YouTube Neither do I. Either. I don't remember it at all. I just tweeted out this list, though, it'd be fun to go back and watch them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I think, too, um, I, I mean, people were really, that, those... Like the first six or seven months after um, 9/11 were so jarring and upsetting and emotional, all of that. Yes, absolutely. And we were busy with the nipples, and so I kind of launched, latched onto like doing the PR and yep. did a couple game shows, and I just don't think I remember anything. No, I don't either. Well, who, uh, was, who was way down at the bottom of the list? Yeah, who's one of the worst? For the worst. Is that microphone off? Yeah, uh, um, it is now. Okay. Um, the bottom of the list, the worst, okay, according to this list, um, the worst was number, well, when they started this, number 29, the Black Eyed Peas. Oh. I hated that. Yeah. Okay. And then they just kind of... Um, Said everything from, oh, New Kids on the Block got it yeah. for 91. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera. Don't um, remember that one. Yep. Tina Turner was in that one? En- Enri- Enrique Iglesias, Tony Braxton, and Tina Turner in 2000. That just sounds like a mess. A Gloria Estefan, Estefan and, and the Olympic, Olympic figure skaters. skaters. That was in Minneapolis in 92. Yes, that was our oh, my show. God. That oh is my God. so yes. lame. I didn't know that there were figure skaters yeah. there. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yep. A winter magic pageant because it was a game was in Minnesota, giant snow. We've come a long way. We have. Oh my gosh, that's just so funny. Waving hockey sticks uh, to Queens Don't Stop Me Now. And of course, you think of Gloria Estefan and the sound machine of Miami when you think of Minnesota. You know, if, <laughs> if, 
<laughs> if Freddie Mercury it, hadn't passed away, Queen would have been a good oh, halftime yeah, show. Oh, for sure. But, but when she was here... Remember was, the Who did it one they year? They did. Oh, she had the Winter Wonderland. Um, they built a giant snowman, figure skated Dorothy Hamill and Brian Bertano. Um, they had hockey sticks to Queen's Don't Hideous Stop. In- dancing imps. <laughs> <laughs> waving hockey sticks. <laughs> oh, no oh, one boy. ever challenged the Super Bowl halftime before, and it worked, because even cheap Dick Buckus jokes were fun, more fun than hearing the Winter Wonderland in jail. Oh, that's funny. Then oh. Patti LaBelle was with Tony Bennett, Teddy Pendergrass, and the Miami Sound Machine in 95. Wow. We're talking about Super Bowl halftime shows. Um, I don't Pete, even know those people. Pete Fountain is, is a jazz musician. He's not Irma with us anymore. Irma Thomas, an R&B Bruce, singer. Yeah. Doug Kershaw, Cajun music. And, and Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> oh, that's 1990. That's real. That's Ooh. a tribute to New Orleans. And the Peanuts. I don't and they remember said the Blues Brothers. It was the 40th anniversary of the comic strip Peanuts and maybe also to drugs. Because Charlie Brown has exactly what it has to do with Jambalaya and Mardi Gras. Again. Um, wow. The Blues, Blues Brothers, Brothers. I don't remember them. And John Belushi was dead by the time the they performed. The who? Tanya Tucker, Clint Black, Travis Tritt, and, and the, the Judds. Judds. Yeah. Wow. The who has to be down there. That was yeah, not good. 21. 2010. Here's neither Pete Townshend or Roger Daltrey had ever even watched a football, football game. game. <laughs> or the halftime show that maybe that explains why the who didn't understand the high visibility, high stakes nature of this kid. <laughs> Alas, they showed up. More shoddily prepared than, than the Colts. Colts. Fumbling a medley of classics, sad to think of all the kids out there hearing for the first time, won't get fooled again, or Baby O'Reilly. Yeah. Okay, That's i got to give our favorite headline okay, of do. the day, Jules. Yep. It's uh, Justin Timberlake is mad. We all thought Man of the Woods was a country album. album. He oh, even thing. got into, he's just confused. Not only does he think birthday haircuts are a thing based on the video he did, um, he also thinks we're all dummies because we all thought um, Man of the Woods was going to be a country album. And, of course, he's in Minnesota right now prepping for his big halftime show. Yeah. So he's being really, you know, he sat in the chair and, like, just kind of admonished us, the public, for misconstruing yeah, his artistic talent. How, yeah. how could we get that so wrong, I people? Oh, she... She, Justin, you it's did annoying. this to us. You're telling us the entire Man of the Woods song and dance was because you picked your son's name using a free baby naming app. <laughs> Don't pee on our feet and telling us, telling us it's raining, JT. That's how he picked the name? Yes. No. no. Lori is making... No, that is Is it. that true? Yes. I thought he was just being tongue-in-cheek. No. In you're hysterical. No, oh. I am not. I am... He... He... Okay. Yeah, you're the one who was the guy in the flannel shirt. Hey, listen, tomorrow the Manuary guy is going to be crowned yes. at 505. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two guys in it, Colleen and Bradley and Jason Alexis. I can't help if his identity crisis is confusing him. <laughs> it's not confusing Lori's us. Still talking about Justin Timberlake. Okay. Have fun, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Hashtag my talk celebrity.